This podcast is proud to be part of the TalkSport Fan Network. TalkSport. Powered by fans. Hey, I'm Ryan Reynolds. At Mint Mobile, we like to do the opposite of what Big Wireless does. They charge you a lot, we charge you a little. So naturally, when they announced they'd be raising their prices due to inflation, we decided to deflate our prices due to not hating you. That's right. We're cutting the price of Mint Unlimited from $30 a month to just $15 a month. Give it a try at mintmobile.com slash switch. $45 up front for three months plus taxes and fees. Promote for new customers for limited time. Unlimited more than 40 gigabytes per month slows. Full terms at mintmobile.com. The TalkSport Fan Network is proudly supported by Mook Delivery, bringing you the food you love. Mook Delivery brings a top-tier lineup of food right to your door. No matter the result, you'll always be winning with Mook Delivery. So the only thing left to say is, Georgie, check for Dadsy, you in? Order now on the McDonald's app, and you can also get rewards points delivered too. So the ordering today means some tasty rewards for tomorrow. <laughs> only via app at participating restaurants. 18 plus rewards registration required. Points only on menu items. Delivery free in terms supply. See mcdonalds.com. This podcast is part of the Sports Social Podcast Network. But here's the question. Are we staying up? Can you ask me this in February? No, I've got to ask you now. Leicester City have a penalty kick in the sixth minute of injury time. Injury time, injury time. Look out, takes. Almunia saves. Look out, follows in. Almunia saves again. And now what? But on the counter-attack. Forestieri. Oh, I don't believe this. Here's Hawk. Dini! I do not believe what I've just seen. Troy You're listening to the Do Not Scratch Your Eyes podcast. I'm Justin. And I'm Carl. How you doing then, mate? All right? Uh, I've had better days, mate. I've had better days for for, uh, reasons uh, beyond my control. Yes. But um, from a footballing point of view, I'm a bit confused. I'm a bit... I don't know if I'm still concerned about the first half performance in yesterday's game or actually quite gutted for the boys that they didn't get something out of that game. Yeah, well, the first half performance was dreadful, Yeah, to be honest. They were all over the place. Second half, I thought uh, there was a massive improvement, but would you credit it, a very, very similar goal that Tottenham scored at their place at the end of August gets scored against us again at home, right in the dying seconds of the game, which I think was massively unjust, to be honest. We should have got a point out of that game. I don't think Spurs deserve to win it particularly. And a, and a clean sheet, I'd add to that as well. Clean sheet as well. Uh, I've seen the penalty shout. Don't think it was, if I'm being honest. It, it, it's, I, I said to somebody on social media today, look, VAR, it's got to be clear and obvious. That split the room. It's not clear. It's not obvious. You know, I, I think from certain angles, you can see the keeper gets the, the touch on the ball and then he goes over the top of him. Uh, and then from the, from another angle, you actually think, mm, I've seen him given. So mm. He didn't even look at it, though, did he? So he must have no. thought it's not. Yeah, because VAR straight away. No, not so, having to keep yeah. touch the ball. Yeah, there was obviously King's shot on target, which got pushed away by Lloris. Um, mm. And then there was the dash into the box or the dash forward where really on the foul, we probably should have uh, been allowed to play advantage rather than giving a free kick that just went straight over the bar, which is what we do with free kicks. Yeah, shout Pedro's run. Yeah, he was, um, I thought it was a beacon of light actually when he came on. Absolutely. You know, really, really showed his showed his skills, uh, which... You know, I know he's he done quite well last season in our promotion push, but 
we haven't really seen a lot of him this season. You know, I know he got the goal against Man United and so forth, but it was really nice to see him do his stuff out there today. And I think, you know, going going forward, you know, he's really put his name up there for to, to start. I think you're right, actually. But at the expense of whom, would you say? Well, that's that's the million-dollar question. I mean, Ken Semmer, honestly and truthfully, I think I could have done a better job at, on that left side. Not fit for the Premier League. You know, I'm sorry, Ken. Just not... not just doesn't cut it. Look, I know Jao Pedro is not necessarily, you know, meant to be on that side, but I think he would certainly cause more damage than, than what Ken did. And I think even when we played uh, Dennis on that side, it, you know, against Spurs, I, I remember yeah, the first yeah, time around, yeah. it caused them all sorts of all sorts of problems. Yeah, absolutely. absolutely. So you know, it's a difficult one at the moment. That that midfield is obviously patched together. Um, cleverly again. Coming on, I thought was was a, a good shout. I don't fully understand the substitution at the end with uh, Hernandez with seconds to go. Uh, I think if you're going to make that substitution, that's got to be you know you've got to give him a chance at least. Yeah, the form worries me completely. Is that eight or nine losses in a row? Can't remember. I've stopped counting. But I'm pretty sure it's nine losses in a row. It's it's a results business. It's a real you know if you you. And me both obviously look on social media and we see the stuff that comes through on on any of our platform, you know, where we are. And there's a real big split uh, with regard to the ownership of the club at the moment Mm. and, you know, the real plan. And it's something I've even been quoted for saying on this podcast before. I I really do think if we go down this season, there's a lot of questions to ask of the management side. You've said yourself, we were talking about this yesterday, that there should be a fans forum to, to, to try and dampen that you know that that side of it because at the moment that's a small fire that's just tickling along slightly and that's going to go up soon I think I think the trouble is that the ownership sits in a bit of a bubble and they don't really know what the fans think because they don't really ever ask them mm. and if your opinion is harsh then you are sort of removed uh, and I think that that's a really really bad idea because you're not getting any feedback on how, how the fans feel and I think a forum would be yeah. great for two reasons one the top level can actually talk to the fans directly not through social media not through any other means not through the newspaper or the program face to face right this is what we're trying to achieve this is how we're trying to achieve it uh, and and this is the money we've got and etc etc and the fans can go we're happy about this we're not happy about that why are you doing nothing about this and then it's all eyeball to eyeball and we all know that we've been able to have that exchange but if you don't do that see the last one was done during covid with Ivich and scott mm. duxbury and it was done online and you wonder whether the questions that were asked of them were, fil- were filtered. filtered. You know, yeah. you don't know, do you? I imagine they went, don't ask that one, don't ask that one. Always oh, a nice one. You know, asking Ivich what his favourite Elton John song was rather than, you know, why are we playing such dreadful football isn't really um, what the fans want, I don't think. So mm. I think a fans forum would be very, very good. I am very concerned, though, how things are going, I think. Uh, is, I, is Ranieri's job at risk? I, mean, I know it is anyway, but in, in your opinion, based on what and where we are in, in this this season, is, is his job at risk for you? Yeah, it is, yeah. I don't think he'll be there. Well, Benjamin Bloom's done a poll. Uh, I think he did it yesterday. Lots of chatter about Claudio Ranieri's viability as manager there. We'll talk about it more on the next Dilly Departed, which is a, a video he does. But how long will Ranieri last at Watford FC? And the options were gone before February, gone before April, gone at the end of the season, still there next season. There was 309 votes. Which 
one do you think was the most voted? Gone at February. Gone before February, 42%. 25% gone at the end of the season. 17% still there next season. 16% gone before April. Now, I don't want him to go because I think he's a very good manager. I think in yeah. the past, uh, he's proven to be a very good manager. I mean, one thing I would say then, a question for you, or maybe not a question, but you know, has Claudio Ranieri turned up at Vicarage Road, been sold a dream in the sense of, you know, you've got all this quality to work with and, you know, because of the COVID situation and so forth or whatever, maybe the fact that the quality isn't there and a lot of the players that we've got in that squad are just not good enough. Well, you would have thought that he'd actually bothered to watch the, the squad because I think he's been watching Watford for a while now, Claudio Ranieri. I he's think been he's... there a few times before. Yeah. I think even I said to you, I've seen him. You've seen uh, him one... there. Yeah, yeah. yeah. So I think, in my opinion, he, he must know the players that he's got available. Plus, he's a very experienced manager, so it could only take a few training sessions you would have thought to go okay yeah and okay here need improving there you would have thought I mean you know he's in his 70s he's been in football management for a very long time it's a different club this club though isn't it it's not like you know if he spots a big weakness in that squad he can say well look I know there's six six players there's a list go and get me three of them it doesn't work like that for him he's going to be given and we're already hearing rumours from you know certain sources coming through that we we're signing a the, the big um, Croatian lad whose name escapes me. Yeah, Fiddle. Yeah, you know, and a, a couple of other French guys as well. And you know, uh, the the Croatian lad. I remember him playing against England. Looks superb. He's thirty two. He's well, you know, but he might be very experienced. You see, I think. Yeah, he is a hundred percent. Yeah, he's he's, he's played a, a, you know massively high level. But I don't know. I just I, for me, recruitment has been poor still remains that way. I look at Danny Rose, who we're talking about experience. My God. Yeah. And I know he's injured at the moment, but he hasn't exactly set the world on fire, has he? Nope. I've been very disappointed with him, to be honest. Kuchka started amazingly well. Had a good game yesterday. Give him that. Well. He's, he's had a big dip in form. I don't know about Kuchka. I just think, I think we took a pump with him, to be honest. I think he's one of those players that you take a pump with. You go, well, look, he's not going to cost a lot. He's come towards the end of his career, highly experienced. Can probably show some of the lads around the club what to do, that sort of thing. Had an amazing debut. Pretty sure he scored in the Everton game. I, I don't know, he just has a mistake in him. And I think a couple of his mistakes have led to goals in the past couple of games. And really, we, we were on the verge of walking away of a clean sheet and a point yesterday. That was all undone at the very last minute. Now, I think it was an interview with Craig Cathcart they said was the stoppage to the game towards the end when they had to try and sort somebody out in the crowd did that sort of break the concentration and he actually said yes he thought it did you know now obviously you can't legislate against someone being taken in in the in the crowd Claudio Ranieri skipped over the question as well he did and I think it did I think it had a big a big part to play in it I mean I know the goal itself was a set piece that was fizzed in as you Covered at the start of this, very similar to the to the one at, I was going to say White Hart Lane there, yeah, um, Tottenham's ground, and and yeah, it, I, obviously you hope everyone's all right and and so forth, but it can't help it it, it can't help when you when you talk about momentum and you're trying to get to you know to ninety minutes and then all of a sudden it's eight minutes additional time. It's like yeah, and it, 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 I don't care who you are in a, in, a, in a player's head, you've gone bloody hell, okay, another eight minutes, yeah, but something something's changed, yeah, you know, mentally in that in that like momentum never really seems to be carried on after. To half time, does it? You know, half time comes along, fifteen minute break, come out, it doesn't naturally flow on from 
there again, unless you're yeah. playing Liverpool and they're dominating, in which case it probably does, as we've seen. But yeah, I imagine that little break didn't help things very much. And we've got some very, very important games coming up now. Some very important games that we cannot afford to lose. And, you know, the, the, the fact that Dennis isn't going to um, the African Cup of Nations is good news, I think, if it was his decision not to go, um, yeah. which it looks like it might be. We're off getting a backlash, though. <laughs> I mean, every post on Watford <laughs> FC's... Yeah. Facebook page. There's a lot of Nigerians really being quite uh, nasty. Yeah, I saw one that wished us like basically some voodoo curse or something. Kind. Of. I was like, what on earth has happened? Yeah, a voodoo curse. I mean, we don't us. need any more bad luck here at Watford, mate. Just no, no, I, they're, they're, they're really upset. It's release. I think the hashtag release Dennis or release Dennis. Yeah, like yeah. we kidnapped him. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, yeah, like uh, like he's in prison or something. But so I think you know, obviously, uh, every village has its idiot, and obviously they're, they're, they're coming out in their Rose where, where this one's concerned, but the, the, the big factor for Denison and the Nigerian um, situation is that he hasn't played for them for a very long time, fell out with the Nigerian FA and the management at that time and, and wasn't selected. And it's only because he is currently, from a striking point of view, their most successful striker that they have in their in their basket of options at the moment, yeah. that they want to pick him. So yeah. you know, it works both ways at, at the end of the day. I read a long thread on Twitter. It was along the lines of he wasn't fancied by the previous manager. He was being a bit sort of awkward, I think, with them and stuff like that. And then it ties up a bit with the late email coming in asking for him to be released because I think might be wrong but a new manager's coming and gone get him and we've said hang on a minute how late are you leaving this request no you can't Mm. have him now as long as Dennis is happy with this then that's fine I mean the, the, the first half he came on, he was subbed at half-time, wasn't he? Yeah, yeah. So the yeah. first half, I thought he looked quite lively. There was another few little, you know, moments in the box where he thought he might be able to do something. But, yeah, as long as he is happy not going, then happy days for us. Because, yeah, losing him would have been a massive I'm loss. I'm seeing the same, obviously, for Saar as well now. Uh, clearly, he's injured anyway. Yeah. Um, but I think there was a big a, a big pull to try and get him inside the camp for um, for Senegal. And clearly, by the looks of things, it looks like he's not going as well, which will help us, you know, from the injury point of view of him coming back a lot sooner. Um, I think if he had recovered out there and, and maybe even played a couple of games on the late, late stages of that tournament, yeah. um, you know, we probably wouldn't see him for, for a longer period of time. So, who, again, who, who are we missing then? Is Messina going? Messina's going, uh, Loser's going, Trista Kong with Nigeria. Who, do you know what? I'll just say something about Trista. I thought he'd done all right yesterday. He did, he did all right yesterday, actually. I yeah. thought he did it right yesterday. Yeah. And we've, we've, I've hounded him in the sense of pulling him up on his performances. And yeah, he, he, he done well yesterday. So that was, that was good to see. I'm trying to think who else he's going. I don't know. I'd, I'd have to have a look, a proper look at yeah. the yeah. lists and, and so forth. <laughs> I had, to, I'd say something funny that happened to me yesterday. I shouldn't laugh, but I'm going to tell you anyway. I had some young kids come up to me. Uh, you do the podcast and blah, blah, blah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Oh, uh, what do you reckon about all these guys that are going to leave us for the African Cup of Nations? I said, well, you know, it's going to be a problem. I said, but the Dennis situation is good. Yeah, yeah, but our biggest miss is going to be... Um... <laughs> I can't even say it without laughing. Our, our biggest miss is going to be Moussa Sissoko. I was... <laughs> He's I, French, think, I, think he? I think you'll find he's French and won the World Cup with them as yeah. I remember. <laughs> <laughs> Sorry, pal. Sorry. Yeah. So good news in some way. He's not yeah. going anywhere. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. Yeah. Like, yeah. We won't be. Yeah. Just like, what? Bless him. I had to check myself there. I was like, yeah. I, oh, I stood there like, 
it's it, no, he's not. He's definitely, no, he's French. definitely French. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Oh, bless. So I shouldn't laugh, but <laughs> no, it did but, tickle me a little bit. No, that's that's he's only young, bless him. Yeah, oh, that's brilliant. Fantastic. Hi, this is Amin Abdi, and you're listening to Do Not Scratch Your Eyes podcast. So we're going to do a half season review this week. Um, we've invited some fans on. Fingers crossed, uh, Mr. Blissett might join us if he's um, back to, to to full strength. Just between you and me, half a season, not where we thought perhaps we were going to be. I think no. we thought we might be a few places higher than we are at the moment. How do you think the first half of the season has gone? Who's been your standout player and how do you think we're going to get on for well, the rest I of the mean, season? Standout player's got to be Dennis, doesn't it? Yeah, it's got for, to be. For his really. goals. I think if you yeah. take take his goals away from, from our season so far, oh my God, we're, we're probably bottom of the league. Yeah, disappointing. Really simple for me. Really disappointing. I think we're, we're only out of the relegation zone by more good luck than good judgment with regards to other teams not playing games. I think this month, January, as you said just a second ago, is massive. Yeah. Huge with the, with the, the games that we've got coming up, Burnley, Newcastle, and also our, our recruitment. Because if yeah. we do nothing in January, we're, we're, you know, get guys, honestly, get ready for the championship. It's, um, it's as simple as that. We really do need to strengthen, put something in there, and we need to get some results badly. Yeah, we do. We are playing teams in and around us now a little bit, which are quote unquote six pointers if they're the ones um, you need to win though yeah, aren't you got to win them you got to win, win them I mean no draws you got to win yeah yeah I mean Norwich away I think we took the game to them and mm. I would feel confident that we should be able to beat Norwich one, one of the best performances I've witnessed this season was, was at Norwich and I yeah. think on another you know they didn't play badly no clearly the Everton game was a, a, a bizarre game but first half again really not about it Man United game stands out but that was a really poor Man United side wasn't Terrible. it this season yeah, but so, the, the Newcastle at home game, which was a draw. Yeah, you know, on another yeah. day we could have won that. Um, on another day we could have lost that game as well. I that's think. true, and it, I think it depends on what they're going to do in the transfer window, doesn't it? Because they've got some money to spend there. Well, I think that could be their undoing, honestly and truthfully. I think you, there's two ways of looking at this this situation with Newcastle. They've got a lot of money to spend, and in the grand scheme of things, do you know what? If they went down, it isn't the worst thing that could happen to that club. No, and 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 the reason I say that is they could go for a load of money at some bang average players in January mm. or you know some fairly good ones mm-hmm. but for, from a money point of view they can go and throw a load of money at it get five six seven players in who don't understand the philosophies and don't integrate properly in that team and you've got you've got very little time between January and let's say March where it really starts to kind of know where you're going to be yeah to, to kind of get it all working um it's true I think, Eddie, I think Eddie Howe could be out of his depth for that's that club as well yeah, I think he's still very much unproven as a manager. I know, he, I know what he done at Bournemouth was fantastic, but mm. you know, look at what he done at Burnley. Them going down wouldn't be the worst thing to happen to because I think they would absolutely walk the championship. Well, here, here's what's really: if we go down and they go down, we we could really find ourselves in the situation. Absolutely, because I think with the money they've got to spend, they could build a massively successful team. They, a really romps successful team the championship. championship. Yeah, hundred percent. They've galvanised, and now they've got a team where they've yeah. got a team that understands each other and they're going to go on to the next the next platform I mean I was I was back to us I was I was sort of looking at a thing today where last season we had the meanest defense in all four Mm. leagues 
Yeah. Um, we shipped something like 30 goals all season. And, I, you know, the feeling must have been with the board, that's a rock-solid defence there. We probably don't need to tinker with that very much when we go up, which is pretty much what they've done. I don't remember them buying any, apart from Danny Rose. Danny Rose is a, is a left-back as, as cover. Wasn't that's it? Pro- yeah. probably the only defensive acquisition in the summer. They're, they're not good enough. For the, but then um, you you know the, what our best player in that that defence. I mean, Tristy Kong had a nightmare a, a few occasions in, in that he did that season. Mm. Um, was fantastic. He was. rarely put a foot wrong. Mm. Hasn't really had a chance this season. You know, I know he's had injuries as well. But yeah, no, and he yeah. has made a couple of balls ups as well. I think. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I, in, I remember in the League Cup, um, the Wolves as well. Dreadful. Yeah, it just didn't look. Didn't look great. I don't know. There, there, there's something under the surface at our club at the moment where things aren't right. You know. Yeah. We hear whispers. Yep. From certain people that you know can can tell us stuff, but it's um yeah I don't know mate I'm I'm just January worries me. I've got to be honest. I hope I'm I'm hope I'm wrong. They've got a we, chance to put it right here, haven't they? This is they have. This it's is, in their hands. Yeah. It's not as if where you want it. So all they've got to do is make sure the recruitment's right. They back the manager. They yeah. see it through. I think they will back Ranieri. Yeah, but it's I've got a sneaky suspicion Ranieri will be there till the end of the season. I know that that vote says February. I've just got a funny feeling that what would be the point in bringing in another manager now, come rain or shine? Because at the end of the day, he he gives you experience of the Premier League. And if there's anybody out there that can probably work a little bit of magic towards the end of the season when we're gonna when we're gonna need it, it could be Claudio Ranieri. I think bringing in, you know, and who's gonna want the job? I was well, saying this every I'll, time I'll something this. like this happens, it's always Big Sam's name put forward. Oh, I leave just me couldn't, alone, I couldn't. I'd rather you do it. I couldn't. I couldn't have Big Sam in no. charge. <laughs> No, I just couldn't. But, he's, but he's he's been overhyped because of what he's done in in the past about keeping teams up on the last day of the season and, mm. and stuff like that. You know, come it's on, desperate, man. isn't it? We, we, we don't want to be associated with that. No. But but any any manager out there with any pedigree, yeah. is going to look at the Watford job and go, "No, I'm all right. Yeah. I'll, I'll I'll wait for the next offer." Yeah, I'm which is why I was surprised that Ranieri took it actually, because he's Could probably be one the last most... hurrah, couldn't it? Well, it could be. But he's got to be one of the most high-profile managers that mm. Watford's ever had in yeah. terms of coming in. I mean, obviously, Graham Taylor, very high-profile manager, but at the time, no one had heard of him. He'd managed uh, Lincoln. Lincoln, yeah. Or, or, yeah, so nobody really heard of him. Bassett was quite a, a big name when we got him, but he was absolutely dreadful. That, that went well. Yeah, that went well. So in terms of big names that have come in, I mean, I, I guess names like Matt Zari must have been quite big in Italy, but you know, I can't say I'd really heard of him yeah, before. He never... He never... Hadn't really done anything, had he? I mean, I know, you know, he'd always been in Syria and in and around it. I get that. that. That's fine. I mean, I remember when we got Marco Silva, it was almost like, well, we've got the next big thing that, yeah. that, that's going to come through. And yeah. because of his own personality and the type of person that he was, he blew that. Yeah, he could um, have been one of our great managers, Silva. Yeah, he could have. If he just stuck with it and actually built something there. But mm. again, it works both ways. You know, why, why should managers show loyalty to, to any football club when football clubs especially ours, don't show any loyalty to them. But yeah, it's true. Cla- yeah. You're spot on with what you say. Claudio Ranieri has won the Premier League. Um, you know, you could you just put that there as one yeah. one point. You yeah. know, with a, with a Leicester side that arguably was, was built by somebody else and he just took it to, to another level. Yeah. Um, can, yeah. can, he, can he turn us into the finished product in the time that he's been in? No. But if we got behind him, let him build mm. going into next season, depending on where we are, of course. Mm. Who knows? I think we've got enough about us to stay up if we stop making the stupid mistakes. It's stupid individual errors that are costing yeah. us games, really. So if we can just stop making silly little individual errors, particularly at the back, there's probably enough 
about us to stay up. If we did stay up, based yeah. on the games we've had so far, I would say largely that would be undeserved. Because, yeah, we've had some great victories against Everton and Man United and Norwich and Aston Villa. But we've lost some games that really, you know, Brentford, no disrespect to Brentford. We should have probably beaten Brentford. We, we, were, we were well on top in that. that we were well on half. top. Yeah. Leicester, that Leicester game away, that was swinging about, you know, all over the place as to... We were up, they were up, draw, you know, whatever. Yeah, we were, that could have gone another way. That could have gone another game. way. You know, there's various other games as well that you, you just think, you know, we don't really look as though we are a good Premier League team because we're not. Um, no, we're not. We're not. I just, I, I do agree with you. I think there is enough about us. I think there's probably four, maybe five other teams that should be looking over their shoulders. Brentford, as you've just mentioned, I think, you know, I still fancy them to have a slip up now and again, you know, and they're not, not too far away. Everton look really poor. They're down Leeds. I mean, that Leeds game when, when I went away, which was one of the worst performances I've ever seen, mm. they look really good on the day, Leeds. And, yeah. you know, I think we flattered them. That's why. I think I think we did. Yeah, I think we did. And, you know, I, I, the West Ham game at home recently, Poor. I watched West Ham against Palace uh, last night. Well, not the whole game, but most of the highlights. But, and West Ham looked absolute quality. And then, you know, Palace came back into, in, into the game. But... You've got those sort of teams as well, the, the Crystal Palaces, and mm. you know we've given we've given Crystal Palace a player, in my opinion. Yeah, well, you, you know, know that that we're dying, we're, we're crying out for at the moment. Yep, we got rid of Hughes yeah. and ended yeah. up with Kuchka and Tufan. Yeah, and Tufan's poor. The Turkish fans um, before when we signed him were uh, at my local kebab place in Rickmansworth <laughs> were absolutely going up ballistic. It was like we signed Messi. You know, they, he's the best thing since like. Jesus Christ! If that's yeah, I've not thing. seen it yet, I've got to say I've no. Not... I mean, I'm 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 still hoping that he, he comes good. Losers now starting to yeah, he's pushing on. Look like a player yeah. now, which, yeah, which I'm, I'm pleased about. But yeah, yeah mate, I, I don't know. We're, this month is massive. I keep saying it's massive. It is. It's big. Well, we'll see. We'll see where we are. But we are having a a, a mid-season review uh, this week. Come on and have your say because it's good to hear from a range of people. <laughs> yeah, I, you know, I did. I did actually put a thing out on Twitter about Kuchka saying, "Has the love affair with Kuchka soured?" And you, you get these replies going, "Get off his back!" Get off. No, no, no. I haven't said anything. I said, "Has." our love affair with him people dampened. get very very confused about the word opinion yeah you know yeah. it's allowed you can have yours yeah. we can have it ours it wasn't even an opinion it was a question yeah, it was a question exactly. I, didn't, I didn't say this guy's not as good as we thought he was I said that's the best bit has the love affair with Kuchka you know softened and and it's like oh you, you know you, you don't you don't do any good by getting on a player's back get off his back I'm not on his not back. On, not I'm, on asking his place, I'm asking you guys. Question. Yeah, do, do I'm you? Question. <laughs> so, you, you, do you, you, you clearly don't think the same. Then okay. Yeah. Fair well, yeah. So just say no. Don't start yeah. going on and give me a lecture. No, no, he's about, really good. He's, he's superb. Yeah. I'm, I don't, not, I don't, I'm not. I'm not tweeting him and no, no. Just, just on the back of Kuchka, you know, I, I message that guy and continue to do so, and he replies. Does he? So, yeah, because I, I managed to get that shirt. Oh, you for, did for your mate, yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah. Top, he's a he's a top professional, top guy. Mm. No one's getting on his back. It's mm. just a question, and I, we've commented on this very podcast that his form is dicked. I think, it if, is. If, honestly and truthfully, if you asked him, he'd probably go, 
Yeah, it hasn't been good enough. It's not been good enough. I mean, his, his debut, he was just outstanding. And I thought, well, we, we, we've unearthed one here. This is fantastic. Um, and everybody was talking about him. The Aston Villa game, everyone mm. was talking about him and Hernandez's goal because Hernandez came on and scored within 30 seconds of coming on. Seconds. A wonderful yeah, goal. Yeah. Again, there's a player that hasn't really... He, need, he needs game time, mate. That left side is a big deal for me because I don't think we're that strong down that left side. I don't want to go over old ground here with Ken Semmer, but I think recruitment-wise, if we're talking about that, that's... A, that's a big issue. Mm. Uh, I, I remember, I can't remember what game it was, Messina playing as a left-sided midfielder. Oh, uh, Liverpool, which, I think. Was it Liverpool? Yeah, which, oh, dear me. Terrible. Um, so I think there's there's a lot to do. There's a, there's a lot of players that people might not like me saying this, but there's a lot of players in that squad that aren't good enough. No, there is. For the Premier League. And I'm not saying I'll get rid of them, get them out of the club. Or, mm. I'm not saying... I'm just saying they're not good enough for the Premier League. I'll tell you what, um, though, left-sided, been poor. left-sided players, Zinkenagel, he's on loan to Forest. I, I watched him the other day, but he, he can play both sides as well. And they quite happily swap about, Yeah, um, you know, which if you're, a, if you're a defending team and you've got players constantly switching, you know, sort of yeah, kicking over to the it, left yeah. for a bit, you know. Mm-hmm. Well, it's just a bit of variety and just a bit of something different. And in yesterday's game, although, you know, I'm massively disappointed, it was very, very the same, you know, after a while you could just see. And I even said to you, I just, I said, watch Ken Semmer here. He's just going to go wandering off. Yeah, he did. He just and left he, and so he much went. space. He left so no, much space. He, just did, he cannot track a player. No. He's just like, right. I've, I've ran to him and he just wandered off. Yeah. And, and then they played that hole. same diagonal yeah, ball. It was all the time to the guy on the right. The time, and he had you know, so but, much space. And yeah. on another day, the result was the result. It is. But on another day, Spurs could have I know. You know, opened us up. But yeah. So, so here's the question. I'm glad. I'm glad. But here's the question. Are we staying up? Can you ask me this in February? No, I'm going to ask you now. Because <laughs> it's halfway through the season. Are we staying up, mate? I'm. My heart says yes, we're staying up. My head says no. Yeah, it's hard, isn't it? You know, it's, it's a hard. That's what I'm saying. Ask me, in, ask me in February because after the next couple of results, you know, or well, playing the team around us. Let's 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 assume. Let's 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 uh, look down the dark side. Let's assume we don't beat Newcastle or Norwich. No, we're not let's assume they beat us. Not, we're not, not that, up, no, no we're that, not that's it then, isn't it? Really, I think. Yeah, oh, no, a miracle because, because you know that relegation zone is going to be four or five points in it. Yeah, you know, between so it, it will be. You'll, yeah. you'll find teams this season, I think, maybe finishing on 34, 35 points of staying up. I think you're right. I mean, we have got two games in hand, effectively. Burnley have got three, haven't they, I think? Maybe. One, of, one of those is Burnley, isn't it, and us? Yeah, yeah. But so Burnley have got an extra game on top of us. Have they? And, and we've got Palace in hand. It's one of those games where we either dominate and play absolutely brilliantly or we just, just Palace, don't turn. Palace up. coming to Vicarage Road doesn't worry yeah. me as much as us going to Selhurst Park. Seriously? Because yeah, I've seen I, us play I, I, terribly against Palace at home. Yeah, absolutely. I, I, I fancy us against Palace at home. Mm. Going to Selhurst Park though is a different, different animal altogether. Yeah. Um, obviously, we've got the FA Cup game now. I'm really not bothered about that at all. Yeah, Knock well, us out. You know, Knock clearly, us out. I'm, not, I'm not going um, <laughs> now. But you know, it, it's a chance for those players that are on the fringes, the Ashley Fletchers. Um, it is. I wonder who playing goal. Mate, well, do you play know Rob what? Elliott, he, maybe. Or, or, or that new guy. He might give. He might give the young kid a go. The young Italian lad whose mm. name escapes me, but he was on the bench yesterday. Yeah. Um, you know, I, I don't know. I don't know what way they'll look at it. Do, would I like a cup run? Of course, but yeah. But you want a cup run to start against some lower division team, really? Yeah, it's Leicester City at the end of the day. Um, who are current? 
holders. Yes, I think they are. You're right. Yeah, they're the champions, yeah. aren't they? Yeah. I'm really not bothered about a cup run. It'd be nice. Yeah, it would be nice. But I always think when you're struggling in a division like we are, I always think it's probably better just to concentrate on the league and not have the distraction of playing cup games. Last season might have been nice when we were in the championship to have a decent cup run. And the one, yeah. that, we, the one that we did have, we were flying in the Premier League that year. We were looking, we were knocking on the doors of Europe. Well, that was only that Wolves game where it, it went belly up, didn't it? Yeah, absolutely. Absolutely. Yeah. So, yeah, it remains to be seen. But yeah, I'm not I'm not really that asked about a cup run, to be honest with you, mate. It's not, not a priority. I don't think the... Is it, is it a big deal when you're ready if we go down? It's always a big... It's a horrible feeling. Is yeah, it a big yeah. deal? Well, like you said, if we go down with Newcastle there's and problem, possibly Norwich, there's already enough decent teams in the championship that you're going to be in the mix of the top 10. Yeah, yeah, it's a problem. Um, that's, 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 my, that's my kind of take on it. I think if Newcastle... And I've got a sneaky suspicion Newcastle will go down. Sam before uh, recent memory. Yeah, yeah, and I, I think that's bad news for us. If we if we were to go down, I really do think that's bad news for us because I think they will spend big in the championship. They'll buy their way out of that division. Yeah, um, which they did the last time they were there, pretty much. Yeah, you know because it's a big club and it, and in the championship it, it will attract decent players there. So I think it's always a big deal when you get relegated because it is so hard to come back up. Um, I think we made it look easy last time and to. A degree we did find it easy once Zisco came in for some reason it all clicked and we all sort of stepped up into a, a higher gear and, and, and things moved on but yeah now it'd be a big deal if we get relegated I hate being relegated I hate the feeling of being relegated it's a horrible horrible feeling but yeah it would be a big deal because I think we could have done so much better up to this point we could have been sitting quite yeah. comfortably in 13th place 12th place I just want us to sit just make a fight of this you know if we're going to go down let's mm. not just go down you know not let's not just disappear let's go out with at least a fight and that, that that's the big thing for me I, I just want to see performances and there, there was enough of a performance against Tottenham well to say there's enough in there yeah but we need to add to it what I would say is the performances and the overall feeling is better this time round than last time we got relegated last mm. time we got relegated the opening game of the season we lost to Brighton and then there was this dreadful dreadful slip until Pearson took over and then Pearson started to get some results and then there was something that happened to him that we're still not quite sure about and, and, and Hayden Mullins took over and the rest of the season was just dreadful. I knew from probably the Brighton game uh, that we were going to get relegated that season. There was just a horrible, horrible feeling of there's something about this team that's just aren't together. There's something wrong pervading the whole team. This time round, this season, I'm seeing better performances. I'm seeing signs that we will be safe, which I wasn't mm. seeing last time we got relegated. I, got I, to say. I think the performance against Man City for me was, you know, we lost, I get that, but there was a bit of fight and a bit of want desire about it no you're right you're absolutely right I think I think there's there's definitely more about us this time round I think we've got a much better manager much yeah. more experienced manager it's just whether it's just whether we can pull it all together which is beyond our control all we can do is turn up and watch and some of it's not great viewing I've got to say it's it's horrible <laughs> it's like a really bad yeah. soap opera or I've seen worse I've seen worse. oh I've seen worse oh god I mean the mid 90s for anybody that wasn't there in the mid 90s Watford were not only in a very low division but they were awful to watch anonymous it was Absolutely anonymous, you know. It's almost as if they didn't exist during that time. We'll see. We'll see. Hi, I'm Paul Robinson, or Robbo, in your eyes. 
and you are listening to the Do Not Scratch Your Eyes podcast. If you haven't caught up on our recent podcasts, the latest one is with Justin Dealey, who is a BBC Free Counties radio presenter and a fan of Luton Town. However, I thought that was a really good chat, actually. He was um, measured, as were we. We all held back and were very gentlemanly towards each other. But uh, towards the end, there is quite a nice interview that uh, Justin Dealey did with Troy Deeney, which is worth listening to, I think. Yeah, no, really good. I I, uh, I listened to it in the in the car when it was out. Yeah, and and you know for putting rivalries aside, yeah, you know from a football point of view, you know we're all football fans at the end of the day. Why why you choose your team is is or your team chooses you in some cases is is you know one of those things. And I, I, I guess if you I can't remember who said this, it might have been Luther actually. I think Luther said to us once, you know, the Luton Town supporters, despite what you think of them and what they are, they feel exactly the same about their club as you do yours. Yeah, and, it was Luther who said that. Yeah. yeah, yeah, kind of when you break that down, it's it's, it's, it's spot on. Yeah. Um, and it was it was a nice insight to see, um, especially the the mention. I think you mentioned it, Stevenage, because that that was always what I was told. You know, because of the the big golf. Yeah, um, in, in where we were, sort of Stevenage has sort of taken our our position. Um, no, and apparently not. He was very much no, no, no. no. no we still hate you. <laughs> yeah, yeah. So if you haven't listened to that, that is uh, available now, and uh, it's about I don't know about fifty minutes long. It's it's, it's yeah. good, and and the good Troy listen. interview is good as well. Yeah, it's worth listening to. Uh, we have got another few people sort of in the uh, in the works. It's always a case of waiting, really, isn't it? We we sort of send out messages and hope, but we get responses, and when we do get responses, it's then waiting for other responses. Sometimes people come through very quickly. Other people do take quite a long time. A couple of exciting ones. That's all. all we can a couple say, of exciting ones. Yeah, potentially. I'll tell you what's nice as well. Well, is the players that we've spoken to that we stay in touch with? Nigel Gibbs, Gibbs, what? legend. Isn't he? Oh, I, I, I love Gibbsy anyway, but he's, he's just more, more so. Yeah, more so of a legend. Yeah, uh, and Scott Fitzgerald as well stays in touch. Yeah. Tamas Priskin and I are friends on Facebook now, and we message <laughs> each other amazing. all the time. He's I can great. Play that one, I'm gutted. For I it, love yeah. him. I love him. Who else? Robbo as well um, stays same, in yeah. touch. So uh, it, it's great that we're. Um, able to stay in touch with people once we've spoken to them because these are all people that in the past we've sort of you know been cheering on and you know they're, they're, we're fans of theirs um, yeah, and, yeah. and the, the fact that they take time to stay in touch with us and things is absolutely amazing so uh, hopefully we've got some, some some more on the way sometimes these things take a little bit longer to sort out than we would perhaps like so stay tuned hopefully we can bring you some uh, special podcasts soon Hi this is Dougie Brimson and you are listening to the Do Not Scratch Your Eyes podcast which is pretty awesome Right, mate. Well, that's it, I think. Good to catch up with you. I don't know if I've um, wished you a Happy New Year yet, have I? Probably not. No, we were sat next Happy to each New other Year, yesterday. Mate. Happy New Year, um, <laughs> Happy everyone New Year. that's listening. Absolutely, yes. Hope 2022 is a good one for everybody. Um, Got it a bit rough for me, but... <laughs> Well, yeah. So you've managed to catch COVID, haven't you? I've got COVID, is, yes. Yeah. But I'm absolutely fine, as you can as you can hear. Yeah, yeah. I'm going to go and but, do a lateral flow in a bit because yeah, I was you do a lateral, lateral flow sat next to you yesterday. So uh, yeah, yeah. Thanks, mate. You're welcome. So uh, I guess it's time to say goodbye until next time. If again, if you want to get involved with the mid-season review, please get in touch with us asap, uh, and we'll uh, include you in that. But until then, it's a goodbye from me, and it's a goodbye from me. See you later, you ones, you ones. Sports Social Podcast Network. Without the ones like you who work tirelessly to keep things running, everything would suddenly stop. Hospitals, factories, schools, and power plants, they all depend on you. 
No matter the weather, emergency, or time of day, you're the ones who get it done. At Granger, we're here for you 24-7 with supplies and solutions for every industry and access to product specialists ready to help. Call, clickgranger.com or just stop by. Granger for the ones who get it done. It's the 90th minute. All your mates around, you've got your McNuggets share boxes ready to go. Your mates already got booked for double dipping and you steal the last nugget, snatching all three points. Perfect. Order McDelivery now on the McDonald's app. You in? At participating restaurants, 18 plus. Serving times, delivery free in terms apply. See mcdonalds.com. This podcast is proud to be part of the TalkSport Fan Network. TalkSport. Powered by fans.